fosa de leones e ancora realtà uscirne è impossibile per noi è uno slogan falsità il nostro caro angelo si ciba di radici e poi lui dorme nei cespugli sotto gli alberi ma schiavo non sarà mai gli specchi per le allodole inutilmente a terra balenano ormai come prostitute che nella notte vendono un gaio cesto di amore che amor non è mai
And here we are again, Head in the Clouds here, with Giuseppe and Mike from Edition Deluxe on Radio Ara, 105.2 and 102.9, and Aradota Liu. We're here, as always, every third Tuesday of the month from 8 to 10 p.m. You can listen back to all our shows via podcast. You'll find them on Aradota Liu under the Head in the Clouds. You can find all our shows on SoundCloud under Edition Deluxe and all the tracks on Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter as well under the Edition Deluxe name. We opened the show with a remix of a famous song from Lucio Battisti, Il Nostro Caro Angelo. It's called Angel, and it's a remix on uh, Balearic Blah Blah by Kenneth Baker. So this is our fourth show, and we've made it a very, very special one for you. Uh, we have a guest mix from uh, The Home Current. Um, we'll be speaking to him a little while later in the show. But first, let's go with a little bit of Netohini and give it up for love. It's a tricky situation Hard to say just what the outcome will be if you solve the riddle, you can save your soul. Chase the shadow till the rivers run cold. Hey, baby, get it up, get it up for love. Get it up, get it up for love. Get it up, get it up for love. There's a longing in the people No one knows just where the heartache will cease You can flee in terror, you can stay and fight You can stand in line and scream, it's just not right But hey baby Get it up, get it up for love Get it up, get it up for love Get it up, get it up for love. So Don't do your find Just what you had in mind It's a tricky situation Heaven knows just where the struggle will end If it takes forever I've got time to burn, babe I won't desert you when the tables turn Ooh, 
We heard Ned Doheny, Get It Up For Love, in a demo version reissued by Be With Records. And after that, I Need You Now from R.J. Riggins. We took this from a very special compilation from Mambo and Guts called Bitch Digging, putting together lost jams and uh, great tracks from all over the world. What's up next, Mike? Well, next we'll hear a piece from Washington, D.C. flute player and polymath Lloyd McNeil, who recently passed away, but he left us a few masterpieces of spiritual jazz, including an album called Elijah, released in 1980 and re-released now by the legendary UK label Soul Jazz. It's an incredible album. It has all the really great Brazilian players like Nana Vasconcelos, Dom Salvador Porcino, and uh, Cecil McBee, one of my own favorites on bass. So let's listen to Lloyd McNeil's Samba for the Animals. (laughs) 
carnaval chegar eu vou me espalhar na avenida Pego o violão, vou de cordão, de arrastão me acabar Tempo fala, tempo embora vai Carnaval e agora, nunca mais Com a decisão, levanta a mão, pede licença, pode eu Carnaval chegar, a fantasia muda de repente Visto de mulata, bato a lata de passista Eu vou pintar E o ano inteiro tento ser O que nunca fui, nunca vou ser Eu sou eu, não volto atrás E a decisão é agora ou não Pode entrar Quando o carnaval chegar A fantasia muda de repente Visto de mulata, bato a lata De passista eu vou pintar E o ano inteiro tento ser O que nunca foi, nunca vou Chegar eu vou Quando o carnaval chegar Quando o carnaval chegar eu vou Me esbaldar Me espalhar na avenida Eu vou Trocar a fantasia de perro Mas só quando o carnaval chegar E lá vou What a great song, that Samba for the Animals. You can find that, as Michael was saying, on the album Eligia. There are so many other albums that are worth listening, actually. Tori, Washington Sweet, Treasures. After that, we heard Ana Mazzotti, Agora o Nunca Mais, reissued recently on the Far Out. You're listening to Head in the Clouds with Giuseppe and Mike on Radio Ara on 105.2 and 102.9 and online at www.ara.lu. But if you keep on doing what you do, you're gonna get next to me. Keep on doing what you do, you're gonna get next to me. If you keep on doing what you do, you're gonna get next to me. Keep on doing what you do, you're gonna get next to me. Not really looking to settle down at this time. Being a You're gonna get next to me. 
You're gonna get next to me If you keep on doing what you do You're gonna get next to me Keep on doing what you do You're gonna get next to me Your rap was all beat But right in key Your soul and gentle rhythms Keep on getting through to me But if you keep on doing what you're doing You're gonna get next to me Keep on doing what you're doing You're gonna get next to me If you keep on doing what you're doing You're gonna get next to me Keep on doing what you're doing You're gonna get next to me
Wow, Giuseppe, that was an incredible track. What did we just hear? This was uh, Bo and Ruth. You're gonna get next to me. I discovered this one in the in the record shop in Amsterdam, Red Light Records. I was there. This song was playing in the background, and uh, and I asked Abel, I said, "What is this?" And he showed me this, this seven inch. Okay, I looked at it. I overlooked basically, and I let it go. But then this song sticked in my mind. <laughs> As it happens. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I went back, and we both didn't have any idea. So I had to go and dig again in all the seven inch that they had in the shop. I said, this is a mission impossible. I'm never going to find it. Somehow I picked it up. And yeah, I found the song. And uh, beautiful song. Well, talking about very special records, here is one. It's a single-sided 12-inch. Um, Ahmed Fakrun, Yafar Hibek, um, pressed on one side only. Uh, and very, very much in demand. Thankfully, it was repressed uh, by Charlie from Do You Records uh, earlier this year. In any case, here is Ahmed Fakrun Yafar Hibek.
Mike, do you want to introduce our first guest ever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have something special for you guys tonight. Um, we're here with Martin, a.k.a. The Home Current, uh, Danish DJ, musician, producer, uh, music maker, and a lot of other things. Uh, he's based in Luxembourg, and uh, he has kindly agreed to do a guest mix for us tonight, and we'll, he we'll be hearing that in a bit. So curious about that. So um, you know, we're going to talk to Martin about uh, about music, about about Luxembourg, about life, about everything. So stay tuned.
Tatsuro Yamashita, Love Talking, a favorite everywhere, Japan, the Philippines, and now also Luxembourg. So here we are with Martin, a.k.a. The Home Current. I met, randomly met Martin. We were in front of uh, the school, waiting, waiting for our kids. Uh, what do you do? I mean, to music. So my, you know, my, my, my antennas were like, bing! <laughs> music and uh, yeah that's where it all started and uh, and then uh, I got to understand that uh, Martin was a pro in the, in the industry so maybe you want to tell us Martin about how it started where it started with who it started yeah first of all I want to thank you guys for inviting me on the show um, I've listened to some of your broadcasts and I think it's great that Luxembourg now boasts uh, a show of such caliber and um, I know it's early days but um, I'm honored to be here and uh, I can't see this going anywhere but but up for you so really great yeah so music I fell in the pot kind of early on um, my father reputedly was a music lover I I don't really know him I, I have it from a half-sister that he was obsessed with cassette tapes and he would um, carefully organize them and, and uh, alphabetize them and, and stuff like that. So I guess that's the genetic part. Um, when I was in second grade, I was uh, admitted onto a music school um, in Copenhagen and became part of uh, the Copenhagen Boys Choir. So there were a lot of uh, kids there from music backgrounds. Um, I lived with my mother. I just kind of didn't really know what I was going into. I was just told I had a voice that might work as a mm. choir boy. But that opened the world apart from, um, from, from the choir music because there was jazz, there was jazz fusion. Um, this was early 80s. From, from then on, um, music kind of started to appear on the radar. I had bought some records previously. I bought my first single when I was seven. My mother would give me uh, lunch money. Um, but instead of buying lunch, I would, I would buy a 45 instead. So some hungry days, but um, <laughs> I was picking up uh, music early on. But it really did open um, when I started uh, in the music school. Only I, I took a slightly different route because at the same time, electronic music was starting to happen. All my, uh, my friends, um, classmates, they were heavily into their, their funk. And then um, I don't know where I saw it, but I came across a name called Bomb the Bass. And I thought, <laughs> wow, this 
is something I need to check out because I can pro- probably impress my my friends with some funky slap bass, Alan uh, Marcus Miller or whatever. And it just turned out to be completely different. Uh, so that was probably my first connection with electronic music. Yeah, not the worst, not the worst way to get into it. This so <coughs> was Mega Blast and stuff like that. It was right? Beat This actually, yeah, and then yeah, Mega Blast, yeah, yeah, yeah. with Merlin uh, afterwards. Um, Mega Blast, wow, cool. Yeah, yeah, it still, it still checks out today. All right, let's put it on. This is Bomb the Bass and Mega Blast. There have been mixes and dance tracks put together in the past. But none can outrun or equal the power of Mega Blast. Blast. 
Sorry, Martin, we kind of interrupted you there. Uh, go ahead. You were saying. So, so I, I, that kind of, yeah, I had an epiphany there. I had to go to an import shop uh, called Street Dance to get this record. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw this uh, kind of back wall in the shop with all these strange-looking discs with no cover and just stamps on. And it was not like, you know, you went into uh, HMV or whatever and, and bought the latest hit album. It was just weird. Uh, there was no info on many of them, but I was intrigued. So I, whatever I could afford, I started to uh, to buy. Um, and at the same time, <clears throat> I was listening to a radio station called Radio Lyngby, which is, was a local station north of uh, Copenhagen. And uh, during a summer, that must have been 88, 89, they were advertising for, um, for new hosts. So I made an application and forgot about it. But they did call me back. And um, eventually I was... Uh, I was giving a radio slot with a with a a future friend at the, at the at that point called Peter. So we had a a, a nightly on Fridays um, radio program, and after some months, we got a phone call from a guy called Kenneth Baker, who um, is um, probably alongside uh, Kim Schumacher, um, the guy that kind of kickstarted dance music and club culture in Denmark. It's fu- it's funny because we played uh, we played one of his tracks last show, um, and um, yeah, it's him re-editing uh, the the new the new age orchestra. Is, is I have the, the original one yeah. of the fifty copies. One of the fifty I have copies. It. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, we we don't right. We just <laughs> we just saw what what Kenneth Baker did that did with it, which well we thought was brilliant. But it'd be great to hear the original one time as well. Yeah. Anyway, do go ahead. <laughs> So, so he called up and said, this is amazing. Um, and we were kind of blown away because he had a, a radio show, a national uh, radio at that time called De Duo, which means it works. Um, and he invited us uh, to his club um, in, in Copenhagen, uh, me and Peter. And um, so from being kind of radio DJs, we suddenly found ourselves uh, behind decks that was actually the first time I ever DJ was uh, the hips club night at the time in Copenhagen. That was uh, <laughs> what a way to start. Learning by doing, I have to say. Uh, oh, so that's a crossfader, right? Okay. Um, so, so, um, but it just, yeah, it just took off there, and um, the club would eventually mold into something else, and I would play other places, and and um, I would get involved with kind of bigger and bigger venues and promoters, and and uh, up to the point where I became resident DJ at the Roskilde Festival um, for the electronic stage. One thing I, um, I will never forget from, from, from those days at, at Roskilde was um, the grid. Um, it was uh, the orb that was DJing on stage and he was playing flotation. And um, one of um, yeah, the all-time classics. Um, and um, he actually um, convinced the the stage hands, which was were placed between the stage and and the um, and the public, to let people on stage. So there was this great big moment of uh, of love, if, if you will, <laughs> just floating uh, uh, literally uh, around to this track, which was at the minute uh, very very new. Um, and that was that was just superb. And I remember the the first track after his thing I played as the resident was um, Future Sound of London's uh, Papua New Guinea, and that just kind of, that just lifted everything. Uh, when then baseline comes in, it's just, yeah, it was, it was very, very magic. Let's listen to Boat, Flotation, 
and Future Sound of London. Let's try to recreate that moment.
So that was a uh, future son of London, Papua New Guinea. It was, yeah, yeah, one of the uh, all-time classics, kind of play at my funeral type type <laughs> tracks. <laughs> okay, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all of this must have been very time-consuming, right? I mean, radio festival, you know. Um, it um, was, it was. I had a day job uh, apart from that um, because festivals, you, it's kind of like it's not all the year round you're as busy. So, so uh, I. Um, I had something to kind of pay the bills and pay the rent and and, and some of the records. So yeah, it, it was it was pretty full on. Um, but but um, it, you know, Mondays were just in particular fantastic. You you had kind of done your you know your DJing for the weekend and you knew that when street dance the import shop in Copenhagen at the time would open on Monday, it would be with the the fresh US and and UK imports, and um, that was amazing and. At that point, I, you know, many different things started to come in on vinyl, you know, tweaks to the style, subgenre started to <clears throat> to appear. And um, I was particularly taken by the whole kind of New York, Chicago, Deep House um, scene at the time. So early Strictly Rhythm, New Groove Records, Nervous Records, Emotive, um, very, very few copies. Often only two would make it to, to street dance. And I was there when they opened. And... Um, I would buy my copy, um, and then after some months, the guy casting behind the counter said, it's, it's quite interesting, you buy one copy, and the other copy is another guy that, that comes in a bit later, and he buys the exact same stuff. Do you know where Ole was his name? He said, no, I don't know. Um, and once we then happened to be in, in um, the shop together, and Carsten introduced us, which was the start of a, a very magic um, collaboration. So we had a club called Candy Jungle, um, in Copenhagen, some club nights, and we had a Sunday club called Love Dancing. Um, <clears throat> so, so, and that was kind of all about um, kind of disco, kind of mostly kind of Arthur Russell type disco. So, not kind of a little bit uh, quirky. Um, and then Deep House, um, which was it was fantastic. It was really good fun. Um, I That's wouldn't say from a commercial perspective they were massive successes because it was early days for that in, in, in Copenhagen, but we did it, and, and those who came, um, yeah. I, rec I regularly actually hear people say, oh, yeah, 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 that was really, you know. So that's nice. So, um, you know, how about uh, playing something from that disco, not disco type vibe that you would hear on uh, in Love Dancing on Sunday, on Sunday nights? Uh? Well, that would then be... Um, I think underground solutions love dancing. Let's hear it.
One of these um, candy jungle club nights, um, there was a band called Black, Blue and Purple, uh, probably the first band in Denmark to do Deep House. Um, so there were three people and uh, they were doing a, a PA uh, one evening and uh, I was just, I didn't even know some people in Denmark uh, produced this. <laughs> um, and one thing led to the other and I became uh, part of the band. Um, not that I did much because I, we would rehearse on uh, Saturday morning. I would be so tired after the Friday night. But um, I was part of it, and I learned my my uh, programming chops there um, in Cubase, um, which is what I use. Um, and that was my first kind of touch with um, producing music. Uh, we nearly got signed to a label, Mega Records who they signed Ace of Base, not instead of us, but it was a, it was a big <laughs> label and um, so, but that didn't work out. Um, but um, it had kind of crossed a line for me and I just knew that, that in, apart from playing other people's fantastic music, uh, it would be nice to, to, um, to try and do something. Um, and it was a very, very, very slow start for me personally, the home current actually only started to to really kind of come out as it were um, in in the early 2000s really so so that's my recording name this is what I, I uh, the, yeah this is the name I use I, I I'm quite busy I'm quite prolific actually um, maybe a little bit too much would some say but uh, after a very um, slow start it's it's now it's now happening so 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 that's really good so we're here with uh, Martin, a.k.a. The Home Current. Uh, Martin, you brought us a copy of your album Civilian Leather, which you released uh, on Castles in Space in 2018. I have it here, lovely, lovely design and lovely pink vinyl. Tell us a little bit about, uh, about this record. Yeah, so, so that one in particular is, is uh, special um, to me for, for various reasons. First of all, it's, um, it was the first um, Home Current album to feature vocal tracks. So there are two vocal tracks on. Um, one features Oliver Chera from Dollboy and the other Anna Brunstedt from uh, Our Broken Garden, um, a Danish act. Um, and also it was the first album I released with the UK label Castles in Space, which um, is uh, an amazing enterprise. Uh, Colin Morrison behind the, the label is uh, really, really doing fantastic stuff. And I was very proud and happy to, to release this album with him. Um, and uh, I was lucky enough that uh, one of the very respected magazines, Electronic Sound, which is a monthly UK magazine, picked it as uh, one of their top 30 electronic albums of 2019. Um, so, so I was on a list with alongside New Order and, and people like that, which was uh, very humbling. Um, so so it, it is indeed a, a very special album to me. Yeah, we're going to listen to a track uh, from the album called Leave Your Fears, but this is a special remixed version that was pressed on a 7-inch.
speaking of um, of live uh, radio, um, I was uh, doing a radio show for uh, a few years uh, for a local radio station north of Copenhagen on uh, on Friday evenings, and um, it was live, um, and uh, it was together with a friend, and uh, we would often kind of get hungry kind of during our show and there was a pizzeria down the road <laughs> and um, we would then um, make it kind of like a, a tradition to play Orbital's Chime uh, which is kind of like a 10 minute track um, so we would phone and order the pizza we would then persuade them to actually tune into our radio station and then we could just run down <laughs> and get the pizza and, and hear that everything was alright um, on air and then come back again oh, good good so while you were picking up the pizza you could actually you could, yeah, hear, yeah. You could hear the track yeah Let's uh, well. Let's talk about the mix that you've prepared uh, that you've prepared for the show, and um, we're really very curious to hear it. Um, maybe tell us a, a bit what how you went about, you know, sort of, or how you go about sort of structuring your mixes, or if any thought went into it at all, or what was on your mind uh, when you when you made it. Yeah. So so um, thanks again for asking me to to uh, contribute a, a mix. Um, I, uh, Giuseppe sent me um, a link to your previous shows, which I enjoyed very much. Um, and um, I thought that what I would try to, to, to aim for was to capture your vibe and what you're about in, in your show without playing um, identical stuff, as it were, but try maybe to, to, to tweak it a little bit with a bit of humor and, and some other tones that people might, might enjoy. Um, I always work very fast, so I did it incredibly fast. And and had I done it the day after, it would have sounded very different. Um, so very, um, very intuitive, and and just kind of yeah, one thing led to another, and thirty minutes had passed. Around. Really intuitive. I mean, uh, I sent a message to Martin and said, Martin, what do you think about making a mix for our next show? And it's like, oh, let me think about it a few seconds, and the mix was already there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he was thinking while making the mix. Yeah, so let's <laughs> listen to it, and uh, and we'll come back. We'll come back right after uh, here with Martin, aka the Home Current.
So, Martin, let's pick the one you prefer or the one you have a nice story about. Yeah, so so I love all these tracks, obviously. Um, but one in particular has a, to me at least, nice story uh, to go with it. Um, it's by a French artist con- called Anne Sorel. I think she only did a couple of singles and, and an album. Um, and the track included in, in the mix is called L'Amour Plus Jeu. And I first heard that in Brussels um, very early on in my relationship with my wife, who had, uh, without me knowing it, bought tickets to a Jean-Claude Vanier uh, concert. I was a DJ pre-show that played this track, and I just had to go and ask, what is this? And he showed me the cover, and I took a photo of it, and I thought, I'm so going to buy this. Only that was not possible. You just couldn't find it. And the few times I managed to to see an available copy, um, it and was there was I, no discogs at the time. There was, um, but but they were just not for sale. Okay. Um, I don't even think it was listed at the time. Um, and then the Christmas, following Christmas, my brother-in-law Nick um, who, um, gave me my present, and um, it was in the kind of a shoe-shaped box thingy. So I didn't expect what you've already guessed probably that this Ansorel single in very good condition was included within and I have to say um, amazing it remains a, um, a, a really really treasured um, part of my collection it's produced by Jean-Claude Vanier and probably the most fantastic string arrangement he's ever done kind of like Melody Nilsson but an outtake uh, song in a drocky way so yeah that is a very special one yeah you, you you make me think you know like sometimes I'm thinking about um, getting rid of part of the collection and you know keep all those albums and records that have a story attached to it right <laughs> but I'm thinking more about Martin's brother-in-law and I hope all brother-in-laws <laughs> listening uh, it's still three days to Christmas. You still have time to get uh, your brother-in-law that holy grail on his wants list. So get yeah. busy. Yeah. And Nick, if you're listening, I'm looking forward to my present this year. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to listen something from your uh, uh, latest uh, latest album, uh, Martin. And we're going to listen to Exit Signs from The Prison of Winners.
All right, Martin, we've talked about the past, we've talked about the present. What about the future? <laughs> yeah, so so um, I have some, some exciting things um, lined up uh, for next year. Um, I actually have a singles collection coming out that collects all my seven inches so far, um, and uh, which includes a few previously unreleased tracks. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then I have an album called uh, The Circus Honda, which uh, comes out later next year. Uh, on a label called Sub Exotic, uh, that will be uh, uh, a vinyl album. Um, so, so those are, are two things I'm I'm really looking forward to. Um, I'm still busy with uh, my own radio show uh, called Eclectic Corner, which is a monthly show on Mad Wasp Radio. Uh, so, yeah, plenty to to keep me busy. I have a few to be confirmed uh, collaborations also um, on the go. So, so it's all good. Fantastic. Well, we look forward to hearing more of your music and showcasing it here on the on the radio. Thanks a lot, Martin, for coming and for, for sharing great stories and, and great music with us. We reached, once again, the end of the show. And you, by now, should know what to do till the next one. Come on, say. Keep your feet on the ground and your head in the clouds. Right. Tune in 18th January, best of 2021. Oh, yeah. <laughs>